This is the Create Yourself Podcast. Welcome back to the Create Yourself Podcast. This is episode nine. I've got two amazing ladies here, and uh, we're going to talk about parenting and fitness and how to make it work. I am joined by my good friend, and we already messed this up once by we, I mean me. Uh, Andrea Lowry is joining us. What's up, Andrea? Hey. And uh, our good friend, Coach Extraordinaire. She's a mom, uh, competitive powerlifter, nutrition coach, CrossFit coach, wife, Alicia Florek. She's all these things. Uh, Becky Enright. Welcome, Becky. Hey, what's up? All right. So we got Andrea on here, and we were just having a conversation before we jumped on the podcast about, you know, it, basically she was, uh, our good friend Andrea was like, why would you have me on this podcast in the first place, right? And here's the real, st- the, the real meaning behind it. She has an amazing story, and she is a very good example of making this fitness thing work with a, a busy life. I mean, there's, I'm sure, 5,000 different hats that she wears on a daily basis. She has tons of hobbies outside of here. Uh, she runs a, a business on the side. She has some of the most amazing pictures that you can find on Instagram of hiking and mountains and all these different things. And I think it's just amazing that she is a living example, even with, you know, she's had struggles along the way too, but she's an amazing example of making these things all work together and then achieving goals that she sets out. And we thought it would be great to have her on here, ask her some, some questions about how she makes it work, talk about a, a day in her life and how she fits in this whole fitness and eating right thing while parenting, while doing the self-care, filling her own cup up. I mean, there's so many different things that we're going to touch on today. Um, she just such a great story. and. Uh, what a great way to start this off by, um, Andrea, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What are some hobbies and things that you do outside of the gym? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. You really have humbled me. <laughs> you know, there has been many weeks when I haven't shown up at all. all right. And I've certainly texted both of you and I've eaten cups of chocolate chips and pizza. What so. did you tag me in something the other day? I forget what it was. It was like, I, it's probably in the message somewhere, but she, <laughs> completely confessing on something terrible that she had. And that's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do. He was talking about eating really healthy, and I said, I just want you to know I ate a bag of nacho cheese Doritos tonight. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Andrea, yeah. if I told you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm definitely really into backpacking, hiking, alpine climbing, and I'm training for my first half marathon. When's, when is that? Next week. 13 days, actually. Awesome. 13 days. So. Who's counting? <laughs> no one's counting. <laughs> Not stressed. Um, so sorry, were we talking about a day in my life? Uh, no hobbies. Like what are some things that you do outside the gym? Yeah. So that's mostly, we do a lot of, um, I say we, because I drag my husband along to do most of the things that I'm doing, but, um, a lot of indoor rock climbing. And when I say alpine climbing, that's like glaciers, um, Mount Baker, Mount Adams, Mount Hood, the big volcanoes. I really enjoy that. I don't know why. Every time I'm doing it, I'm like, why am I, why am I doing this? This is not actually fun. Have you always uh, been into outdoor activities, hiking, stuff like that? Yes, definitely. That's so. cool. Yeah, and that was actually one of my biggest uh, driving motivations when I joined CrossFit almost two years ago, mm-hmm. was to get stronger for the pursuits outside of the gym that I enjoy doing. I was thinking about so. that on the way here. I was like, how long has Andrea been here? I was thinking, have you been here since the old gym or not? And, the old and I gym. think it was like right before we moved over here, yeah. you joined. I know you think I'd have more muscles by now after <laughs> no two way, years. No <laughs> uh, have you done any before and afters of like, like when you started versus now? Uh, Becky kind of started making me do that, but yeah. I don't have a... And that was more recent, but do yeah. you have something from before CrossFit? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. In the archives of my phone. Somewhere. You started, you started, you joined CrossFit with a friend, right? I did. And how did, was that difficult when she stopped coming or how is it that you were able to keep coming? Yeah, it was at first actually um, just 
coming to begin with was really uncomfortable and scary. Yeah. But, um, it's a little intimidating. It's very intimidating. Uh-huh. There's crazy fitness people doing crazy uh-huh. fitness things inside. Uh-huh. I felt very out of my element, but Cody definitely just has this incredible energy uh-huh. and made me feel right at home. And I just knew I had to keep coming back. So um, yeah, when my friends stopped coming, I think I actually took a little break and uh-huh. it took a lot of guts what to get was back it in made here. You decide I'm ready to come back. It's just, just you liked it. Just how I am. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think I actually yeah reached out to Cody and he kind of encouraged me to mm-hmm. keep coming too. So I think that's that piece is when you're struggling, you just need to you have to be brave enough to tell someone and talk to them and they can help get you here. You know. Right. So So yeah. it, we we do have a few listeners that uh listen to us that aren't members of this gym, which is pretty cool. Um so those of you who don't know, she she is a member of uh the a gym that I own called CrossFit Seven Cities. Um, man, she, she came in two years ago, was super motivated, uh, joined with the friend, actually got a little worried when she kind of got to that point where, um, her friend had kind of gotten in a point in her life where schedule just didn't work. And, um, she did reach out to me, shoot, man, within a couple of weeks, I had, she had come up on the radar of not being here. And then, um, she'd reach out to me. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, she gets, we send out these guilt emails to people, uh, every 10 days. And it's not so much a guilt email as much as it's just, we want some accountability from people. It, um, I find that it, it's amazing to, when, when people are on the fence, sometimes people stop and they're not like, they're not ready to stop. They just kind of have gotten out of their way and gotten out mm-hmm. of their schedule. Mm-hmm. And that email more often than not just lets them know like, Hey, we're still here. We're still, we, we still want you to achieve what you're trying to achieve. And that's, what's beautiful about what we try to do at our gym is that, um, I don't want people to come here and buy a membership and not come. It's important that all of my members are active members. So that, yes, it's a guilt email, but it's also to help to hold you accountable. And then to, I mean, it's hard to keep up with, you know, the 200 and some people that we have here. So it's important that when you get that email, I get it too. And it allows me to reach out to people or you come up from, I mean, yeah. I think it was one of those things where you, maybe you got that email and you reached out to me before I even got to you. Yeah. That's even good there. just to piggyback on that. That's one of the things I love about CrossFit seven cities yeah. is that, um, it's, there's a, a lot of people here, but I've never forgotten, or I felt I've never felt like a forgotten person. Man, here. We, man we work hard on that too. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's touch a little bit on I, a common thing, and I'm sure you might even hear this from, from friends of yours that maybe are looking to get into the whole gym thing. <clears throat> I get, I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, you ever thought of it? just in a normal conversation with somebody who's not a member of the gym and just on the outside, whether it's family or a, a non working out friend or something like that. I'm always like, um, you know, what's keeping you from joining the gym? What do you think about coming in and doing a, a session at my gym? Or do you want to try one of my workouts online? And it's often like, I don't know if I have enough time to do something like that. How do you make the gym a priority in your day? Like what, what does a day in your life look like when you fit the gym in? I mean, how do you make that work? Um, so I recently, well, I guess it's not too recently, but I started coming to the 5.30 a.m. class, which is incredible. I said Coach 5.30. Becky. It's really hard to come that early in the morning. It's hard to wake up at yeah. you know, 4.45 in the morning to Especially come work Especially in out. the winter when it's raining yeah, it's and dark. Mm-hmm. want to just stay in bed. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's really once you start doing that, you realize it fits into your day really nicely to mm-hmm. take care of yourself first and get your day going. Um, and, you know, our days as parents are very full and very busy with other people that need us um and so getting here first thing is probably the biggest thing i've done that's contributed to my success and continuing to come okay so i mean you you're getting up at 4 45 coming to the gym at 5 30 um i find it takes a special person to be motivated that early in the morning uh 
when I talk to people who are, you know, looking to work out at a certain time or they come into the gym and they're looking to get started and they tell me they want to do the 530 class, I instantly am like, that's the 530 is a go-getter class. That's mm -hmm. the, I mean, definitely you mm -hmm. want to, those people more often than not are very committed because it's hard to get up so early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So leaving the gym, you know, we're, you're out of here by 630. What does the rest of your day look like for the morning or the rest of your morning look like? Okay. So... I'd say on an ordinary day, then I get home and it's all about getting my kids up and ready, getting us all healthy breakfast on the road, getting them to school. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I'm training for my half marathon, so I've been running a lot. So usually, this is actually my first season of life where my, both of my kids have been in school at the same time. Yeah. It's like That's a whole nice. new world nice for me right now. <laughs> um, so I've been using that time to, if I have work to get done, I do some freelance writing and photography, like um mentioned and amazing photos running. thank mm -hmm. you um yeah and then it's kind of driving back to pick the kids up and more food yeah. <laughs> folding laundry all the normal things most parents have to do mm -hmm. with their with their children so definitely full days full life yeah and um what yeah what time do you go to sleep so that you can wake up early what time should i go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see yeah we try to go to sleep by 10 okay. at least but um yeah, I just I think as a parent, you know, that's really only one of the roles that you play in life. So if your entire day is focused around outpouring and taking care of your kids, you're just going to run yourself completely mm -hmm. depleted. So it's really important to make that time for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, we can run around all day doing all these other things. Um, but, um, yeah, putting yourself first is pretty important, actually. Right. So you you actually I, I guess you could say you have a nutrition coach, too. Um, who is sitting next to us. Hey, right? that's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, are, what are some things that you guys have worked on to make your food uh, not a priority, uh, yes, a priority, but something that you guys have worked on together that has made eating healthy work with what appears to be like a very busy life and a, a very active life? What are some things that you've put in place that have set you up for more success with your nutrition and your diet and eating right? Uh, actually, when I think about Becky and the work that she and I have done with food, the word mindful mm -hmm. is the first that. thing I think of. So really just eating very mindfully, <clears throat> thinking about why I'm eating, when I'm eating, how I'm eating, mm -hmm. um, the food that's fueling my body for performance. Yeah, and I think one thing that Andrea and I have worked a lot with is um, listening to her body because she's so physically active. And it's not that, you know she's at the at CrossFit every day. It's she's, if she's not at CrossFit, it's she's hiking many miles uh, or she's running, you know, she's putting in a 10 mile run and talking about how to fuel that. So I think that that has probably been something that recently we're talking more about um, how, how to fuel your performance as opposed to um, aesthetics or weight on the scale, any of those things. We're more focused on performance. And that's, that's her goal right now. And so that's what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. that's, that's actually a question that you, I mean, you asked that to me, I don't know, maybe a month ago or something yeah. like that. How do I lose weight and get muscles? <laughs> right. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's hard to tell somebody, like an untrained athlete, a person that's new to working out, like, yeah, you can get all kinds of crazy performance gains and you can get weight loss at the same time. But you're super active and, mm -hmm. you know, fitnessing is not new to you now, like, now you're what we would call a trained athlete who's been at it. Your training age is two, maybe three years. And I'm not sure what you did for um, exercise before you came into our gym. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're, working out is not new to you. So now it's going to, you have to kind of gear your, um, your nutrition and how you 
interact with food and your exercise towards whether you're, you are trying to lose weight or performance. And those things really matter. Mm-hmm. And um, I try to say as politely as I can that you have to focus on one or the other. Mm-hmm. Beginner, games are now, beginner games are now gone. So you have to gear your diet towards like, yeah, you're trying to perform. You're very active. Like that's going to look a little different than somebody who is, you know, has a, a restrictive diet where they're in a deficit with, you know, their calories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have to be okay with that. And I think you've done a really great job with accepting that and um, letting, not that you're not getting good aesthetics also, but mm-hmm. letting it take kind of a backseat to like, hey, I want to perform well at my marathon, mm-hmm. marathon, right? Yeah. At my marathon. And I want to be able to have energy to chase my kids and to hike and to CrossFit and do all these different things. And I think that's awesome that you've been able to wrap your mind around that. And I'm you know, very proud of that, you being able to do that. So let's, um, you got something? Yeah, I just wanted to, I want you to talk a little bit about how you balance CrossFit and your other activities. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that is hard. Some, you know, there's a couple people in the gym right now that are training for a half. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to figure out how it, how is it that you, you know, I know we've talked a little bit about um, scaling a workout so that your legs are still fresh. Um, how do you find that you can say, you know, I don't want to be in the gym five days a week because I've got this, or I might not be able to run on this day because mm-hmm. of this. How do you find the balance between all of your activities? Uh, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've told both of you, I feel like such a diva when I come in. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So I think, yeah, no. <laughs> no thanks. Um, so for me, I think it's just been different seasons of my life. There's been different priorities, and mm-hmm. I have to decide which of those is really mm-hmm. um exciting me mm-hmm. like in my soul too mm-hmm. so the gym is honestly still an uncomfortable place for me to be this is not um not as a person just no. in my body like right. i am still learning this, isn't the mountains. this is not the mountains mm-hmm. for me so i love it i love what it gives me mm-hmm. outside of here um through this season it hasn't been my top priority because um sure. yeah if i'm going your current goal is your run yeah yeah in the summer um like i summited mount baker which was like mm-hmm. one of the hardest climbs i've done it's thousands and thousands of elevation gains so i knew i couldn't go into that week before doing 100 weighted wall balls and, right, right. um so just being really intentional and asking for help from the coaches yeah. and that's really helped me be successful um yeah and i think after this half is over i'm going to transition back into focusing more on weightlifting now yeah. and mm-hmm. um pushing yeah. it hard here. <laughs> pushing it hard here now right. so yeah uh, i think here's something that's really really great about what you've been doing with you know using your fitness for you know things right you've been using your fitness for or using your training to improve outside activity and support Mm -hmm. i think sometimes people get lost in the weeds and i was guilty of this for a long time too is i got lost in the weeds with you know i wasn't competing in a specific sport like you know like powerlifting or you know i was trying to be a competitive crossfitter and i was spending all i was spending so much time working out that i wasn't using that fitness which i the reason i originally started i wasn't using that outside Mm -hmm. and i think it's great that you've wrapped your head around that like i'm doing all of this stuff in the gym and to fuel things outside of the gym and i think that's great i think that's something that people man they often forget like man i need to work out all day long and then i don't use it for nothing that's yeah. true i look at a lot of people i'm like man what i would do with those muscles yeah, if yeah. i had those but, but what they do with them is they get these really jacked muscles and uh that's about it you know there, there's you know you're not playing sports you're not doing anything right. i'm actually going to post on the gyms you're not being um, physically active with right. your kids well, the reason that people say they join crossfit and right. and then it just doesn't happen yeah yeah mm-hmm. i'm actually going to post on the gyms um instagram this week it's a, it's a picture of uh one of our athletes shooting basketball mm-hmm. outside the gym and uh, 
the the post is going to be about being mindful of like why we're doing this yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about longevity and being healthy. Um, it doesn't matter Absolutely. how good you're doing it going through your workout if you're not using it elsewhere. I honestly think of this every time I'm taking up the trash because <laughs> I've got this big steep hill and these heavy trash cans yeah. and I'm dragging them up the hill. And I always think Cody would be so proud of me. I've got functional fitness right here. <laughs> this is heavy and I'm doing it. Yeah. 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 I also think for me too, with my kids, my son is six and my daughter's three and a half. But um, my run this last weekend, my daughter met me at the end and she ran like, oh, you know, the awesome. whole two minutes. Yeah. She was like running and she's like, I'm strong like you, mommy. And I'm like, Oh. Um, I'm but, not crying, you're crying. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, well, while this is for me, mm-hmm. um, it's the benefit, the ripple effect is, mm-hmm. I know Cody and I have talked about this, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead. No, no, but, you're fine, you're fine. Um, I think I, a lot of times, mostly from mothers, from women, I, we hear this, like, oh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, okay. And to me, that indicates so that you are only filling yourself up so that you can serve the needs of other people. Um, and I just think there's a little bit of flawed thinking, like we should be filling ourselves up because we as a person are worthy of being taken care of. Um, and that doesn't have to be at the benefit of anyone else. Right. So um, if that ripple effect is great, like you have a happier marriage and all these other things, you're able to take care of everyone with a more positive attitude and you're healthy. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's great. But that shouldn't be your why or yeah. your driving reason for being healthy and being fit in life. Right. Yeah. There's actually a, a book that talks about that a lot called uh, Lead Yourself First. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of that book is just if you're if you're not happy here on the inside, then, mm-hmm. you know, can you can you give that out to other people? Yeah. Like if I if I'm out posting all these, you know, happy, uplifting, motivational things and on the inside, I'm just miserable. Is that one am I being authentic or uh, two? Can I really offer any value to anybody else? And the answer is no. Yeah. And if you take care of yourself and you feel good and you are you're energetic you, you have confidence that um by you taking care of yourself you you actually are doing others a favor mm-hmm. like whether you're that's your intention of why you're doing it or not yeah. mm-hmm. just taking care of you just bleeds out i mean becky do you agree with that as uh, well? yeah, yeah yeah i agree I, the argument that andrew makes that it's it doesn't matter if anybody else is happy by you being happy the point is that you're happy you right. know like that you're filling yourself and yeah, awesome. and that can be hard for again. A, a usually, sure. yeah, not not just women, but usually moms tend to feel more yeah, that guilt, guilt uh-huh. um, for taking care of themselves. And I think I'm on a mission to <laughs> no woman feel guilty. Right? Yeah, no. For taking I, care I think of that herself. it's important to find find a partner that doesn't make you feel that. You know, I oh, mean, that's, that's a huge thing. How is it that you guys? I know that you know I follow you on Instagram, of course, because it's amazing. Your photos are beautiful. Oh, man, so um, but that is like. Hashtag family goals. Yeah. You are outside with your family all the time, and I want to know how it is that you guys, um, how, not that you encourage, because this is just a way of life, but tell me about how you guys do this outside. You know, like there's always pictures of you guys camping, there's always pictures of you guys outside. Um, yeah. You must have a very, your, your spouse must be as into this as you are. Um, he's actually really easygoing, and I just drag him <laughs> along for the ride. Um, no, it's um, thank you for saying that. I um, so how we make it work as a yeah. as a family is I'm mostly the adventure martyr. Does this come from you or the both of you? Uh, when the you both say, of hey, us. Go go camping. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's always strengths within a marriage, so uh-huh. sure. <laughs> mine is definitely more on the planning side. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, my uh, my husband. He grew up outdoors. Also, oh, okay. we both grew up in a small town, okay. so he's this isn't like new things for him. Mm-hmm. I tend to be a little more goal orientated mm-hmm. than he mm-hmm. is, but because he's so easygoing, he's just 
great to kind of go along and do but and how are your kids with it like they love you know i think it's i hear this a lot from Uh parents Uh like oh my kids you know they hate it outside Uh or they're Uh whining and i'm not gonna say i know your situation but (laughs) kids are um you know it's like our family culture they know what they know and Uh you know we we just keep it really positive and sometimes expectations are really low Uh when we're outside but Uh um we go outside year round no matter what the weather is i think that people in general are just happier outside outside. i don't want to get too hippie on you but you know i really think there's something outside that like there's something inside of us responds to being outdoors and um yeah so if anyone needs more uh advice with getting kids outside i'm i'm here to chat about that but yeah we backpack we take them hiking that's just what they've done since they were little and it's what they're used to and i really hope as they get older they start carrying more weight and they still enjoy (laughs) doing it so yeah tired of carrying your tent yeah (laughs) you're carrying like your snacks (laughs) Uh man i'm afraid to see if we were to try to do a backpacking trip the amount of snacks that we would have to pack for my three boys it's really important it's like very important well kids are focused on snacks like that is like they are goal oriented i love snacks snacks can i get in on this yeah Yeah, absolutely so yeah i just say yeah just kind of start small and Mm -hmm. get out there and also your energy and attitude about what you're doing really feeds to your children so um you know just get out there and be happy and keep it fun and keep doing it if that's what you're yeah so i actually reached out to andrea i don't know probably a year and a half maybe two almost uh, probably about a year and a half ago and i was like andrea i love your hiking pictures they're amazing where are some uh great places that we can take our family Mm -hmm. and local hikes for kids man she gave us some amazing ones and we probably went I actually, truth be told, I, I used to get kind of upset because like running a gym full time and, and being a person for many people is pretty exhausting sometimes. It, not that I'm complaining, it's the best job in the world, <laughs> but uh, what would happen is on the weekends, my wife would, you know, be off a couple of days during the week at the time and uh, on her weekend off, she's like, let's go hiking. And he's like, I don't want to go walking in the woods, like, <laughs> just because I, I wanted to sit and do nothing for the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. and um, your pictures let it be known actually kind of changed my perspective a little bit um that along with uh this thought process that i adopted uh, probably about a year and a half ago uh, but just the limited time that you have on the planet right before you die and it's very morbid but i tell you what it's really given me some hashtag perspective on like how to live life so um it just it's 28,000 days is roughly an average lifespan of a person i don't know where that comes from but it's something that i've read all over the place and it's great because it just reminds you that those times that you have with your family, the times that you have to work on you and to be positive, it, it, it makes you realize that those things like walking in the woods are very important. Mm-hmm. It's just for family time. And what great conversations can you have on a trail with a group of people? Yeah. Like, there's if no the kids TVs. aren't whining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no that. Or if they got to yeah. do number two, like That's <laughs> a whole nother <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So, man, we're at the top of Lena Lake. We get to the top of Lena Lake, and we're coming down, and my son decides he has to go. And there's, like, the bathroom up at the top was closed. Mm. So it's like, well, what are you going to do? I don't want to go in the bushes. So the entire way down, switchback after switchback, he's telling us he has to go. Miserable. Memories. But, but, right, what a great memory. And they're going to tell this cool story now, and it seems super happy, but at the time it was the worst thing ever. But, nonetheless, an experience that I think is necessary and I think it's great that you have, um, you're, I'm coming to this late, right? I'm coming to this, hey, hiking is great. This um, keeping 
uh, your life in perspective every day. I'm coming to it what I feel is a little bit late in my life, but some people never get there. Yeah. Is there, was there a turning point for you to where you were like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to cherish every moment and live a life uh, that is active and healthy with my family. Was there a turning point or is it just something you've always had? Are you trying to make me cry on your podcast? No, no, let's do it. Let's cry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I grew up, I think my first time my dad took me backpacking, I was probably three or four, and the first mountain I summited, I was about seven. So I grew up with this also just, like, in my blood, I suppose. So um, definitely becoming pregnant, becoming a mom for the first time, I kind of lost my way in there. And um, so the outdoors is one of the things that really helped me reemerge from the fog of <laughs> raising babies. Right. Um, and, yeah, just talking about really appreciating every day is just something we say a lot, but without really thinking about it. Um, and as you guys know, last year uh, my dad died, and he and I were very, very close. So spending a lot of time in the wilderness and the mountains is one of the places I've been able to kind of reconnect with losing him, yeah. deal with Finally. my um, grief. Um, but also just losing someone you're very close to, unless you've had that intimate experience, I think it's hard to really grasp, like really how precious Mm -hmm. life is. Um, and so it's just, uh, yeah, something that's always at the front of my mind. I think in the last year I've actually been pushing it quite a bit harder just with that in mind this, um, Gosh, like life is so amazing. There's, especially where we live, there's all these incredible things to do. I mean, if you don't like hiking, like, take your pick there's rock climbing there's surfing there's backcountry skiing i mean we have a plethora of things to choose from where we live that's mm-hmm. just and it doesn't have to be that big either you don't have to like you know send it like crazy in the backcountry you can just go for a, a walk in the park close by just to get outside it's, when you want to write that uh that ebook guide <laughs> i'm to working on Pacific it Northwest. no no not just the book that i'm going to buy 50 copies of but when you uh decide that we talked about it the other day when you decide to write this uh Navigation of the Pacific Northwest ebook. Uh, That's I'd the name it. of it, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know you're writing this? Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. When this is done, uh, I'm gonna buy a copy probably for every coach because I think it's important. I think, man, like, I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way, but I'm sure you have made the mistakes already that most people would make trying to start this whole hiking thing up like maybe buying the wrong supplies or going on hikes that aren't as good as others i feel like you've already done that trial and error Mm. and you've got this information that you could put out that people could implement right away absolutely yeah Yeah, and i think that's one of those things like everything new and you just kind of don't know what you're doing but you know just go for it just as long as you're being safe who cares what you're wearing or what kind of gear you have and you know let's go fun yeah yeah any advice for parents like that want to be more physically active like um you know, I want to, I follow you on Instagram, that kind of thing. I, I want to do this. I just don't know how, or, um, I don't know how to find the time or I don't know how to get over the guilt of, um, I don't feel like my family wants this. Mm. Any advice for parents? Then you tell yourself, I'm the boss of me mm. and I do what I want. Awesome. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that sounds really like, sorry, husband, but yeah. you know, <laughs> well, no, that's true. I mean, it is they, your he life. He does what he wants, you know, it you is do what life. you want. Yeah. And, and, I, and you hope that those things, you know, combine. Yeah, no, absolutely. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I think it's just so much. Sometimes it can feel sure. overwhelming and just getting, I mean, even getting started, I, so when I joined CrossFit two years ago, I weighed about 35 pounds more than I do right now. And that was like. I mean, I had never weighed that much in my life, and it was so hard getting started because, you know, it feels so overwhelming, and you just think of it as this huge thing, and um, you just can't do that. So you just have to to start, and you just have to kind of, like, put your head down and do the work and remember that 
consistency over time is really yeah. where you get results. Um, yes. But you know, if even if that, if just in your own mind, that seems too insurmountable, just talk to somebody and reach out to someone who can really help you get started. You know, Cody has been amazing with um, helping customize the things yeah. with uh, nutrition and just workouts and just getting those small steps and making them attainable. And I know you and I've had a lot of conversations about that too. Just small, smaller goals is pretty important too. Um, see, I was going to say something else about that, but um, oh, just kind of. I mean, at the risk of other people who don't have children throwing stones at us, but parents do have many more obstacles to overcome. I mean, is this a bad thing to talk about? No, it could okay. be like a, a, a 50 bullet list like, yeah. thing. Like, I, I'm sure <laughs> Becky knows that she's got to get her workout in the day so she can go do the other 500 mom and wife things that she has to right. do. Yeah, it's really just, hard when I leave and I'm like, I got to go be an adult. I'm sorry. Yeah. You mean you don't just, like, I know. You don't just get I want to hang out at the this? gym all day. Yeah. yeah. There's adulting things and parent exactly. things that need to be done. Scheduling and logistics things and feeding people. Things that need to be done before that the kids get home. Absolutely. And I know um, as your kids get older, there's more things that they're doing. And right. you, you think you time job, less, and you're but really there's not. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely just a, a, just a whole other obstacle to come over. Once you get over the stuff going on in your own brain, then you have mm-hmm. to get over the actual stuff. But, you know, it's so, so worth it. A life lived in good health is a life that's just so much more rich definitely. and full and such a good example to your children also. Right. Um, like I said, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. because of that but you know i know like my kids are proud of me and yeah. that makes oh, me yeah. feel great and i send them photos from the summits of mountains i go on last week my husband had them call me when i was on like mile eight of my run to like cheer me on mm-hmm. and i know they see me doing that and somewhere in them that resonates with them and sure. um you know i just i never want my kids to grow up and me feeling like you know what i had you and then i gave up on my dreams like i want them to grow up and know that like right yeah my mom continued pursuing her dreams. And like, I can, I can like do her. that, too, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're going to be grown-ups and maybe have children someday, and I want them to. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, scary, huh? I know. I'm like, wait a second. Why <laughs> whoa, am I thinking whoa, whoa. about that? <laughs> Can't even think about them driving, but yeah. What you want for your own kids, like, wouldn't you want them to be healthy also as they oh get gosh, older, yeah. too? So, yeah. It, it really, uh, I, can, I can get on some crazy rants, and I'm super passionate about self-care mm-hmm. taking care of yourself i think it's so important it breaks my heart when i get that email like i had a lady that stopped my online stuff last week which was like uh i can't keep up with my workouts and my kids and my husband works long hours and this that and the other and i it really breaks my heart because i just know that she could do so much better for all those people that she's trying to do for if she uh mm-hmm. was just just felt better about herself and, and just from our initial assessment, and I, and I sent out these questions to people when we get started, and there was just, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of confidence yeah. issues, there's a lot of uh, neglect of herself, mm-hmm. and I just, man, it's so important to take care of those things first, because you, eventually it's going to catch up to you, and I, I circle around this other thought process of, you got one body and one life, mm-hmm. that's it, there's no mulligan, it's not like, oh, I messed this one up, I'm going to get another one, maybe, you know, in 20, 30 years, something medically will come out to yeah. where you can, like, and or maybe you'll come back to life as a cat and you'll be like, dang it, dang I it. wasted Dang it, wasted I'm outside that. all the time, right? So there's, <laughs> but it's so important to take care of you now because you don't get to do it again. Why would you spend one day not doing something that's going to better your life and, and be a positive, happy person mm-hmm. versus a negative? Because you just, it's a wasted day. And that, yeah. that ticker's going down all the time. Yeah. You know, breaks my heart. And I know you've talked about that before too. When you really think about you have 24 hours in your day. Well, you could spend that one hour exercising 
sitting on the couch watching Netflix or folding laundry or being stressed and anxious about all this other stuff and just dedicate it to literally one hour to yourself. Yeah. Right. So, um, What are some payoffs of being healthy? You like, tell me. <laughs> no, I mean, for you, like, what have you found that, you know, what being healthy better? and fit? Oh. Like, like mm. why, why do you keep doing this, you know? <laughs> I want those muscles. I want a big Them booty. Canes. I want veins. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I think, like I said, kind of emerging from this uh, fog of motherhood, um, I struggled pretty bad with postpartum depression with my first child, and I just didn't even like myself it was I felt angry at no one and really grumpy and I wasn't able to enjoy the things I truly loved and so really taking back my health the last couple years has just been like I don't even have a word for um, how much it's helped transform me like on a soul level and a mind level but also just yeah within being healthy in your body I mean no one knows what's ahead we can't predict if we're going to have illnesses or have an accident or something but yeah what can you do like right now to just feel good and do all those things you enjoy doing there's like no better reason than that so i love it so we have tons of of women and moms and dudes this is for you too yeah listen parents that listen what is so maybe somebody's in the weeds maybe somebody's kind of off the beaten path they're not living the way that they want to do the way that they want to they're eating terribly let's say you were in that same predicament being you've kind of come through the weeds a little bit, you're on the top end, like you're, you've kind of got things figured out in a really awesome way. What would you say a person who doesn't have those things, what's their first step? Talk to you. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> come, come to CrossFit 7 Cities yeah. and get some support. Oops. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Becky? What do you think? What's the person's first step? Hmm. I think find a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was finding a friend that um, was willing to jump in this with me and try it. And I, I, I hear all the time, it's too intimidating, I don't want to do this. And not that fitness is just about CrossFit, but um, for me, the community here mm-hmm. has, um, it, that's the game changer. And being physically fit for me has changed everything, how I see myself, how I, how I feel about myself personally, body, alone, you know, not just my body, but my own self-confidence. Um, so for me, it was finding a friend that was willing to take that jump and once I was in the door, there was no turning back. But yeah. Yeah, I think that the first step is scary. And if you have somebody that will help take that step with you, that was a big thing. Absolutely. You know, and if there's not that friend, then like Andrea said, talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> Cody will be your friend. You are a friend to everybody. Friend to yeah. all. <laughs> I, think, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Um, you know, I, I get to see a lot of people's like the beginning and then their end, not their end, but like <clears throat> like when Progress. they're like when they're like way ahead in their journey in their journeys, and it's hard. I'm sure if I would tell some people like you're going to be here in two years, but yeah, whatever. I'm not. That's insane. I'm here right now. They get overwhelmed by the amount of steps that they have to take, sure. and it's man. If you just take one step at a time, mm-hmm. you'll a hundred percent get there. And it's hard to get that across to people in a conversation. But it's just super important, and it's if you you said it already, you know, adhering to the process and being consistent mm-hmm. over time, like how it just gets you so much further. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's great. Um, yeah, and also allowing yourself that room for grace. Also, when yeah. you fall, when you do yeah. fall off a little bit, just I think you actually posted something about this recently. Yeah. But just don't let that totally derail everything. Yeah. Just right. keep 
just keep going. I actually it's not about being perfect. Yeah, consistent. For me, I I relate it often in like as a metaphor for climbing. When you're doing glacier climbing, you're literally just climbing on a glacier for ten hours (laughs) uphill. And often, I really have to get like real deep inside myself, where it's just like just keep going, one foot after the other. Like you just keep going, and that's how I relate a lot of this journey with losing weight and getting stronger and fitness too. You just have to keep just have to keep going just keep putting in the work and you'll get there like you do get there you know you do and most often you have other people with you on your team that are excited for you along the way and that's part of it and just you know it's easy to sit in your house by yourself and be like no one cares if i'm at the gym and you know um kind of that self-loathing you just have to like get out there be brave right right i love it Mickey, anything else no that's it awesome um andrea has the greatest pictures Ever. Guys. She, she, actually, <laughs> she actually just did a. Uh, no, they're beautiful. Not only does she take uh, fantastic pictures um, as a side hustle, but um, she just does these amazing pictures and these great posts. And uh, I find that her stories can be very humorous sometimes. Like if she's got her kids doing something silly or something like that, or she posted something the other day of, you know, hashtag mom life where she was like, I'm supposed to do this laundry. And then she <laughs> showed a, a story 12 hours later and the laundry's still there. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Um, her Instagram is an awesome place if you guys want some um, some motivation, you know, maybe a place to reach out to her at, see some of the things that she's doing, maybe maybe seeing a picture of her hiking somewhere can kind of help you to get somewhere with it. Um, Andrew, where can they find those pictures at? Um, if you go to Instagram the and then you search for, yeah, the gram, um, my handle is LaughClan, L-A-U-G-H-C-L-A-N. And awesome. yeah, and also if you're just looking for a friend to go hiking with, I'm always available. Yeah. Go with anyone. I'll take you. Sometimes um, that's hard. So. How about your uh, your um, your photography business? Is there, is that something that you do for the you know the public too? Is that something that you do a lot on the outside too? Yeah, I do. I do. I do birth photography and like <clears throat> lifestyle, newborn and family photography. So it's kind of a very like unposed, natural. Yeah. Um, we loved it. Interaction with your with your family. Thank you. So yeah, if you are interested in that. My website mm-hmm. Plug it. is um, andyrayphotography.com, and it's Andy with an I, mm-hmm. which is a really random, funny side story, but um, <laughs> that came about because a Starbucks barista wrote my name like that on a cup like five years ago, and yeah. I was like, that's way more feminine than Andy with a Y, so there you go. We should so. call it the gym Batman CrossFit, because uh, I used to put Batman on my thing when we go to Starbucks, and we'd be like, you know... Frappuccino for Batman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's fantastic. So Batman crossed it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So lucky. Uh, Becky, um, if, you, if you guys want to follow my friend Becky, she's lately been posting tons of stuff for nutrition. Yes. Um, cool little meal ideas, uh, motivational stuff herself. It's really great. She has an awesome perspective on uh, getting your, your nutrition and your food in line. Um, super knowledgeable on the subject. Uh, Becky, where can they follow you at? Um, on Instagram, Becky.enright, E-N-R-I-G-H-T. She's also a very uh, strong lady also. So every once (laughs) in a while when um, she listens to me and she puts up a video of her uh, Mm. lifting heavy weights, um, you wouldn't think that such a, you know. A tiny little thing. A tiny little person (laughs) could just move all these heavy weights, but she does, and it's awesome. And then if if you guys want to follow our gym here, it's uh, at CrossFit7Cities on Instagram. If you're looking for it on Facebook, you can just put up in the search bar, CrossFit7Cities. If you want to maybe get motivated or you're listening to this podcast and you're not in the Silverdale, Washington area and you want some awesome training, completely individualized and nutrition help, I can either 
pointing in the direction of my friend Becky here, uh, or I can take it over. You can follow me at the CF7C Coach on Instagram, or you can find me on Facebook. Same thing, search bar, uh, search Cody Smith. Uh, Andrea, it was great having you on the podcast today. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I know you think that you didn't have much value to offer just based off of our conversations. No, I said I thought you thought I was cooler than no, I really am. You're super cool. And you're actually not awkward. And this podcast was awesome. It was great having you on. Except the whole coming back to life was a cat thing. <laughs> no, perfect, 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 perfect. I think, I think that people are going to be able to listen to this podcast, um, especially my, the, the female audience and the moms, um, and get, get some value from it. And I can't thank you enough for that. I think it's awesome to hear a perspective. I can talk and yell about it on the gram all day long and I can preach it to people but to hear it from another um, strong-willed female who is crushing it in life in my mm, opinion I think you. it brings tons of value and I want to thank you for having you on thank you so much awesome thanks, thanks. all right guys hope you enjoyed um, feel free to log on to iTunes give us a five-star rating tell us how amazing we are and how much you love the podcast if you want to hear a particular topic or you have some questions that you want us to answer you can always email me um, Cody at CrossFit7Cities.com. You can also reach out to me on our social media mediums. Um, but talk to you soon.